0: Who's hungry? Me. Are you hungry? I am. Well, it's a good thing because we are going to have the brand new Says Who Cooking Corner. All right. This is a listener contribution for our new uh, Is It a Salad? Yes, this is. Readers, it's time—or listeners, whoever you are—it's time to make some prune and cream cheese donut salad.
1: Hi Oh ay-ya, yes, ay-ya, ay-ya. this was
0: published <laughs> oh, in a newspaper. God. Get ready. Are you ready, Dan? Do you have your Do you have a fork I'm, in your hand? We begin. I think with. think I'm a
1: as ready as I can be.
0: Quarter pound of cream cheese. Okay. Four prunes. Sure. Four donuts. Hmm. Four lettuce leaves. Yeah,
1: it seems obligatory.
0: Okay, the first step quarter the donut. Okay. Now, I have to figure out. So there's four donuts, so you're cutting them both in four pieces. So you've got 16. So you got 16, 16 donut, donut, donut pieces. Okay. Spread cut ends with cream cheese, and then you put the donuts back together. Okay. All right. Then you put uh-huh. the donut on the lettuce leaf. Ah, uh huh. And on each side of the donut, you place a prune that's been stuffed with cream cheese. Hmm. Serves four. That
1: seems like the only possible way that that is a salad is the presence of the lettuce leaf, which is really just a plate, right? It's a kind there's no, of. There's no way that you're eating the lettuce after that.
0: You might, you could. You could. It's really? not poisonous. You could. I mean, but... if you wanted to. It's like, a, it's like a kind of furnishing. It's like a carpet. It
1: seems... I like donuts a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like prunes, actually. Mm-hmm. I like prunes pretty good. I like any kind of dried fruit.
0: What about cream cheese?
1: I, I'm a fan of cream cheese.
0: I also want to point out, that is a not insignificant amount of cream cheese for this for this whole thing.
1: A quarter pound. Mm. That's like a... That would be like one of your... Little little deli containers? Yeah, like the deli container or or like the the Philadelphia brick.
0: Did I ever tell you about my aunt who had the bird who committed suicide?
1: You have mentioned this aunt before, yes.
0: Another thing about that aunt is that she had a kind of special dessert that when we went over to their house, this is what you got for real. They took... Blocks of Briar's ice creams, like the cubes, uh-huh. and entire Sara Lee pies. All right. Then okay. they cut the Sara Lee pie into four pieces. So you got a quarter of a pie. Wait for it. And then they cut that cube of ice cream into four slices. So you got.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: You got one quarter of a, of a full brick of ice cream. Like whether they're like a half gallon or they're you know, like a half gallon, I guess.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. a quarter
0: of a pie. Whew. And they would eat that like every night.
1: <laughs> Man, I got the sugar sweats just hearing that.
0: And they only ate on paper plates, because as my aunt said, then there's no mess. This, so, she's
1: right about that.
0: That's true. They like to eat at four o'clock, get it done in about pfft, 10 to 15 minutes and then throw everything quickly in the garbage so they could just go and sit in front of the television and ignore each other. It was beautiful. Sounds
1: sounds okay.
0: Anyway. But back
1: back to this thing. That's our cooking corner. This is not a salad. I think it is a salad. But what? hmm, You're (laughs) just being difficult.
0: I might be. Welcome to "Says Who," the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Maureen Johnson, and
1: I am Dan Sinker.
0: Lot of <sighs> lot of bad nutritional choices in my family background, Dan.
1: Yeah, but that's that is a delicious choice. It's mm-hmm. not not a real not a real sustainable choice, but no, a block of ice cream and a quarter of a pie. They would heat up the pie, I would assume.
0: I think so. Um, they weren't big on cooking, but I think possibly the pie was warmed up. I don't I mean really if it remember. was like a
1: whipped cream pie, you could probably mash your way through that cold. Oh
0: no, this was uh this was like one of those sourly pre you know
1: Yeah. Like apple like pie. A, in like the freezer. an apple thing.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: I like that somehow like a pie and a block of ice cream was a special dessert.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just a pie and a block of ice cream. I mean, and so for a long time, I just not thought Not a lot of
1: creativity in that.
0: No. Well, it wasn't. Like, What well, they weren't, my aunt, that, my aunt was not the cook of the family, for sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, I thought that's just how you served ice cream, is that you Man, got a big block- By the and slice. You, and you sliced it into four. And then I was like, maybe this isn't good. But I was a kid, and I was like, are you kidding me?
1: Bring it on. Can exactly. I have two
0: slices, auntie? And then I would sit there with my bag of like weird cloth leavings to make my little tubes for my barb. It was a fun time. The bird would just be flapping around, smoky, greasy feathers everywhere. Dan, it was a beautiful thing. Man, But we're not here to talk about that.
1: Nope, we're not. Nope, no. We're here to talk about
0: uh, life in uh, this world
1: we find ourselves in.
0: Sure thing. Copetober rages on, and how are you? Uh
1: I have certainly had better Octobers, Maureen. Uh as we as I mentioned sort of in passing last episode, uh there has been some some life stuff uh that has come up and uh it is it is it's pretty lifey, I'll say. I'll say that, Maureen. It is You've pretty had a lifey.
0: L- a lot of life this year.
1: This year has been a lot of life. Like, yeah. Every Every time uh, we have uh, an episode and we talk about, like, man, it's hard to balance the life stuff with all of the shit that's happening uh, thanks to Trump. Uh, yeah, boy, I feel that. It's hard to balance that stuff, especially when the life stuff really takes a, takes a turn. Take, I'm As I'm saying this, Maureen, for some reason, I've grabbed a screwdriver and I'm just shoving it in, <laughs> into a piece of wood which i think is because i'm stressed out.
0: Uh, I'm gonna, I mean
1: I have, to, I have to extract the screwdriver now.
0: I think <laughs> there we go. I think you should be allowed to have a screwdriver.
1: I'm I'm holding a screwdriver. It's been a time, Maureen. Uh I don't want to uh certainly don't want to focus the whole episode on this and don't want to uh bring anyone uh down or trigger anyone in the process, but we uh just before we recorded last episode uh it has only been two weeks even though it feels like it's been about two years in between episodes um we found out that my wife janice has breast cancer so we are uh very much in the thick of that now and it's been uh both really hard as one might expect um there's also been sort of that thing that happens when you have a partner that you've been with for a very long time and you see them like rise to an occasion that does not seem risable to and you are just sort of in awe of that person even though you've seen them forever and certainly that is um, that is very much the case. Uh, I feel like she's actually rolled with all of this better than I have. But, um, but yeah, it's been... Whew. We've been in the thick of life right now. That is were, for certain.
0: You were very brave last week. I was like, You do not have to do this. And you're like, Nope. I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: So... I mean, last week I, I mean I remember Janice, first of all, was like, You should really do it. Uh, you deserve to do a thing that you like to do. Uh and second of all, I was really like, If I don't do it now, I don't know that I will ever be able to, to get back on the mic. You know, like you got kind of feels like you just gotta, you gotta keep doing it. Like, I mean, that's, I think that's the thing that everyone is dealing with, right? Like, life isn't stopping, uh, despite the fact that we would very much like life to stop, you know, like we would like this hell that is Trump to... Take a breather, you know we'd like the you know medical issues or family issues or emotional issues or any of the other things that that people are dealing with on a day to day to take a break and it doesn't <laughs> it really doesn't
0: it does holy not.
1: shit it does not you also have not exactly had a great couple of weeks,
0: well, I mean, I haven't had the the time that you've had i mean it's been different, but um. No, just in the last, it was a kind of weird surprise in the last, uh, weird surprises. It was a weird surprise. Um, so I have a dog I love very much. She is my baby. We, she has a torn ACL. We were getting her, doing her checkup for that. And they just said our lymph nodes were up. Let's just check that out. And, um, it turned out like they called and they're like, she has cancer. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? She has cancer. So that was a Tuesday night. And by Wednesday night, uh, she was already in the oncology clinic And uh, she got her first treatment, which is the precursor to chemo. And um, she will have six months of chemo. Um, uh, It can't be cured, but they can do a lot. So, uh, you know, we're going to, you know, it's, they can do a lot. They can do a lot. They can put it into remission. So... And we find out tomorrow what kind of cell type and stuff, and it's all sucks, and that's just. But you know what? It's fine. Like she immediately started feeling better, like even after twenty four hours after the first shot. Yeah. Because she'd been kind of wheezy, and we thought she had allergies, and it turned out it was something totally different. And within like, oh. it just she felt better, and she is playing me like a fiddle. Like <laughs> she is. Like she is. Like because she they have her on all these steroids and. They're like, well, she's going to get super hungry. She's going to counter surf. She's going to drink a lot. She's going to have to pee all the time in the beginning. And then that's going to taper off. But it has been like, she suddenly is like, I feel great. Let's go for five hour walks. And so like, she's like dragging me, uh, take her to the river because she likes that. She's like, I want to eat fish heads. And so she's like trying to eat fish heads. And I'm like pulling every kind of like scary, like I'm pulling bait out of her mouth and fish heads and poop and, like, everything out of her mouth because she's, like, just hoovering up East River detritus. Like, it's not good. And then she is just, she knows that all she has to do is sit and look at me and I'll be like, why don't we get you something to eat? And so (laughs)
1: she's,
0: like, I'm making, like, these special Kongs full of, like, baby food and and I'm mincing an apple by hand and making these kind of, like, like, Parfaits of like peanut butter, yogurt, diced you're gonna, apple. You're going to
1: roll her to the clinic by the end.
0: Oh, no, because then I've like I've done all the calorie counts on her other food. So I take oh. one food down, one food up. And the apples, like she likes them. But they're not a lot of calories. So I can do a little bit of minced apple. And so, yes, she is like treats are just raining from the sky. And I bought a whole box of toys. So every time she goes to chemo, she gets a new toy. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's happening here. Uh, man, it's a it's a world of bullshit, says but... It is but... a world
1: of bullshit. It is a world of bullshit. It's a I
0: world mean... of bullshit. Yeah, it is. It really. I, I, is. I mean,
1: I will say one thing that has been interesting as as we have wrapped our head around this news and and just to give a little more context without going overboard um you know everyone is saying this is survivable and treatable and you know there's gonna have to be a surgery and stuff like that but you know prognosis is amazing you know i believe that you know a a nurse said to janice at one point you just need to think of this like a bad year and she basically was like well that's already been the case so okay (laughs) on Um, it yeah like done um it has kind of helped us to focus a little bit on just like okay you know what like we got to remember that there's a life to lead you know and we've got to remember that the that things that that you know we've talked about doing at some point need to actually get done and like all of that kind of thing has actually been i mean it's certainly i'd i'd certainly trade this diagnosis for anything but there certainly has been a level of like Yep, you know what? We have always talked about like, you know, doing a lot more traveling and all that. So let's start making plans toward that. And you know, I mean just that kind of thing has been good. There has been sort of a focus on making sure the future is awesome that uh we have definitely kind of let slide in a bit of the malaise of 2017. So I mean in that way, uh I think that that's actually been pretty great, you know, in terms of just like, oh right, you got to we need to remember to live this life too.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it it does break through a little bit of the the bubble. Yeah. You forget like, you know, 2017 has felt like we've been put into a weird dome, like <laughs> we're just like yeah. how do we get out of the dome? Um uh yeah. So I I this week because we suddenly have to kind of change our plans and I had to sit and you know, I was like, I will work next to you. Come, you you know, this is where I'm going to sit. And this is where, you know, because I'm a big sop. And so I was like, fuck Trump. I don't care. And they're like, this is happening with North Korea. I'm like, fuck it. I don't just fuck it. Just for, fuck it. Just fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. But of course, you know, other things have been going on that he uh, is not super. He's not super. I mean, was it even last time that we recorded that he was throwing paper towels at people?
1: Uh, I guess he threw paper towels the day that we recorded last time he was Holy he was shit, uh, that was
0: two weeks ago
1: yeah he was lofting paper towels to uh folks in Puerto Rico and has at this point now it seems to have basically he's decided that he's done with Puerto Rico you know that the 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 army won't stay there forever the FEMA won't stay there for it's been like literally two weeks like define forever but yeah no puerto rico uh california has been burning like hell uh says whovians if any of you have been in the path of the fire or uh know folks that have been i certainly know some folks that have been uh we certainly wish you the best and good god you know and somehow despite the fact that the most populous state in the union has been burning for uh, uh, over a week now. I think 10 days. Uh, the president has not said anything about it.
0: Yep. hmm Taking a long sip of water there, Dan, because... Um, so, yeah. Um, He's just a had...
1: terrible human being, Maureen.
0: Remember Houston? That's still a thing. Houston, yep. Puerto Rico... California, but you know, he's um, then uh, in a long series of dick moves, um, then he was gonna just kill. So, he, what he's he's at the healthcare again, but different, yeah,
1: yeah, after nine months of us having to repeatedly call our uh, call our representatives and beg them not to kill us. He decided, oh right, I could just sort of kill this all by just not funding it anymore. Yeah. So he decided to do that late at night last week.
0: Yeah, just gonna you know stop paying the you know if you stop paying the bills. Yeah. The air what goes can you out of Yeah. Although I think he was he talked out of that today. It's so hard to tell, Dan.
1: Uh, he was not talked out of it today. The best of my understanding of this situation, and and uh, as one might understand, my normal level of stress around American health care has only increased dramatically in the last few weeks. Um, so I was certainly reading quite a bit uh, about uh, all of this. Essentially, the part of the crux of the Affordable Care Act is that... Uh, Health insurance companies will be reimbursed for for offering essentially below market rate um, health plans for for folks that can't uh, afford them, and uh, those are paid out uh, by the government in a in a monthly installment. However, one of the sort of like we'll get back to that later parts of the ACA was that apparently there is not actually a congressional mandate to pay that money and instead it has been the executive branch that's paying for it it's very confusing maureen um somebody is right now listening to this being like this moron has it all wrong but anyway the point being um there is not a budgetary line item for paying this it's been paid for, you know, the last bit. And uh, the Republican Congress apparently sued over this some time ago, and that is actually still in the courts. And um, it turned out that, you know, the president could just say, we're not paying it anymore. And that's that. But that he wasn't talked out of it today. That was a very long way to get to he wasn't talked out of it today. Today, it sounds like there may have been some sort of bipartisan-ish compromise to fund it, to actually fund that payment called the CSR payments for the next two years, which at least puts it off past when people would be needing to be reelected in 2018, which seems to be what everyone is going for. Though I've, I've, I've read, and again, it's hard, a little hard for me to keep up with news right now, but I've read conflicting reports on wh- whether it's real, whether it's actually a compromise, whether there's not some bullshit stuck into it, you know, that sort of thing. I, that I don't know.
0: And also there's the issue of they've stopped, in some places, advertising, enrollment, and they're doing site maintenance on a critical at a critical time uh, when people... Every Sunday, to, they're
1: bringing yeah. the ACA sign-up down. They also shortened the overall sign-up time. Uh, November 1st is the opening, and I believe it only goes till mid-December now instead of to uh, mid-January. So if you need to sign up, A, it's still there and you still should, and B, you have less time to do it. So do that.
0: It's like they got a good car and then drove it directly into a tree and it's like, your car's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, they just trashed it. Yeah. Or at least they're trying to.
1: Yeah, they're trying real hard. They're trying real hard. Oh, it really makes me mad. It made me mad before uh, I've become intimately knowledgeable with our healthcare system, but now I'm real, real mad.
0: Well, um, other real gems of this uh, period have been General Kelly denying that he's leaving or being fired. Yeah. And and for sure the best moment of the last two weeks was Rex Tillerson having to come out and say that he did not call the president a moron, but it seems that what happened was in fact he called the president a fucking moron. Yeah. So.
1: Uh.
0: And then Trump challenged him to an IQ test. Did you miss that part? Oh no,
1: I okay. I heard that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An an yeah. IQ
0: test, normal. normal,
1: normal, normal. Can you imagine Nixon like challenging Kissinger to an IQ test just because he felt slighted? Like th- these guys are supposed to be on the same team, right? Yeah. Like. There is, there has been a real uptick in kind of palace intrigue stories again over the last couple of weeks, for sure. We talk of
0: that suicide pact where if one of them goes, they all go. And
1: yeah, yeah. I can't tell how much of that stuff is like, uh, we just really want it to be true, and how much of it is actually true. But I really want it to be true.
0: We just won't know. But it is, um. Man, we live in wondrous times, Dan.
1: They do. Jesus Christ. Every
0: day is dumber than the last, which is why it's Copetober.
1: It's Copetober, Maureen.
0: This is our bringing the coping back. Yeah, yeah, our new holiday. And I have an idea, Dan.
1: Ooh, I can't wait to hear it.
0: Revenue stream. Are you ready?
1: I am ready. We need one.
0: Okay, ready now. Yes. You've heard heard me mention Blue Apron.
1: Once or twice yes yeah occasionally real rarely but yes i am familiar with you mentioning blue apron
0: so what if yeah we started a subscription box service okay coping boxes the says who Mm. coping box yeah
1: What 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 is in a coping box, Maureen?
0: Every every month you're gonna get a uh, like a you know I don't know if it should be weekly or monthly. Like there's so many great things we could do, but like you get uh, well stuff to help you cope. You get like a nice candle. You get like um some candy. Ah. You get like uh some cakes, like a box of little debbies, maybe star crunches, little debbie star crunches. That was my. Yeah, you might get um, uh, a, a mug with a picture of a kitten on it. This is hang in there. Yeah. Um, you got like a lavender eye pillow. Um, I like
1: this idea.
0: A screwdriver. Um, you might get uh, just but just a bunch of Tylenol PM so you can sleep <laughs> at night. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, right? That's a
1: pretty good idea. Nope, I just dropped my screwdriver.
0: Well, we can get you a new one with a
1: coping box. It's true. Uh I like that idea. I I yeah. like uh that's a good idea.
0: It is a good idea. Could like
1: slip books that help people, you know, in there.
0: Yeah. This is a
1: pretty decent idea.
0: It's a great idea. The says who coping box.
1: Man. Yeah. we you know what else, Maureen? You know a thing that I love? Pie. I love boxes. Oh. <laughs> I genuinely love boxes. Uh that was one okay. of my previous lives. I sure did. I I was a uh I shipped items in the basement of a uh Crate and Barrel store. Originally, I was uh, a stock guy. I was I was a senior in high school. I was uh, one of the stalkers, and we had to get there at five in the morning. And uh, I convinced my fellow stalkers, all of whom were like post college burnout types, that if we shared our work, it, because it was very early in the morning, uh, we could take turns sleeping at the top of the pillow aisle, and. Wow. uh and it was amazing. You had to climb the shelves to get to this top of the huge mound of pillows that was there. And uh, we each took like 20-minute nap shifts and would just kind of, you know, do extra work. But then you could get a little sleep in there. And eventually my boss suggested that instead I don't work with other people and uh, work ship things instead. And that began my love affair with boxes.
0: That's amazing.
1: I love boxes. I really do. A lot. One of the saddest like a, disappointments like of my life is that the is that the owner of Line, which is the big uh, box manufacturer, uh, is a horrible right wing human being. And now I don't have uh, easy access to boxes anymore.
0: Well, living in New York, what you do is you um, you go to the basement of your building. And you take boxes, like well, there's sure. a box. We have a box dumping or you go to the, you know. I'm just saying. The other day, I went down there, Dan. You know what I found? Half of the bottom half of a mannequin.
1: Whoa, that's kind of cool. Ju-
0: just the bottom, just disembodied the half. of a... The pants part. No, naked. Well, naked, like no. naked, yes,
1: but you could but put naked. pants on it.
0: You could put pants on it, but you wouldn't. Well, you couldn't because it was screwed in to the bottom. So like you can only kind of put dresses and stuff on
1: it. Oh, right. That's not a right. box. Anyway, point being. If you handle the coping, I'm I'm the guy that can handle the boxes.
0: Holy shit!
1: This is a thing, Maureen.
0: I am so susceptible. I've probably told you that I am susceptible to podcast advertising. You
1: are. You are. And you went on got, a very, very long discussion about podcast advertising when we interviewed Anna Marie Cox, and I cut all of it.
0: I really did. <laughs> it I was went on like twenty minutes long. Yeah. You're
1: like, and I've ordered these flowers, and I've done. this. <laughs> I
0: was like, okay, I'm. No one's
1: giving us money. I'm taking
0: this I out. Yeah, and I couldn't wait to hear it, and then it just went. I was like, what? wait. <laughs> you were what like, happened? wait. I distinctly remember. Yeah, but like in that case, I needed to send some flowers, and I was like, but I also want to support Crooked Media, so, ergo, oh. I put it, I supported Crooked Media, and I sent somebody flowers. Bam. But. I was in a heightened emotional state this week, and I was listening to my murder podcast, as I do, and then they brought in a commercial that was like, do you think you're a detective? And, Dan, I literally nodded. Like, I was yeah. like, yes, yeah. You know, Would you like to, to solve me. a case? And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Do you think you could work with other detectives putting things together on a case? Well, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, then you should go to. And I was like. Like a little kid I was like oh, put it so I've I've signed up for one of those hunt killer boxes where you get a box of clues.
1: Whoa, that's a thing?
0: Yeah. yeah. Like you get a box of clues then you have to figure out like what happened and what the serial killers oh, is. Doing. Yeah.
1: You're on and it. And that's
0: a that's a work expense for me, Dan. Yes it is. Yeah. So suck it box services. I'm going to solve a murder. <laughs> Uh, speaking
1: of solving things for people, Maureen, we once again asked people in celebration of the best holiday of 2017, Coptober, mm-hmm. to submit their questions to us. And we yeah. would b- do our best to answer them. Should we, uh, should we answer some?
0: I think we should. All right. Karen, about the ALCS asks what's the best pumpkin thing to use as a food-based coping strategy it's pie pumpkin pie yeah i mean don't pour out
1: a fresh pumpkin use the can it's better
0: oh for sure that's another thing i've been putting in zelda's kong's pumpkin yeah yeah, pumpkin's real
1: good for dog butts
0: yeah it's so good
1: Whenever my dog is uh has eaten something weird and gets the squirts, it's uh it's canned pumpkin and rice for a day or two and it's whoop, right up all good.
0: Can I just say something that you can cut this out potentially, but uh, I'm just gonna, for your discretion, she, um so they said some weird stuff might happen, but it's not bad. They're like, she's gonna pee a lot and they're like, one of the things is she may just leak and we're like, mm. and then, but like with the butt, like it's all been normal, but the other day she's been really spry and like jumping up. And she, somebody came to the door and she barked. She jumped up and she just started barking. And she barked so hard and like so startled herself with her barking that just a a poop shot out of her butt like a like a like a cork shooting out of a cork gun. And it was just like, and we both watched it happen and went, "What just happened?" Ah, oh, that's new. Oof.
1: That's something. It
0: was, a, it was adorable. It was really cute, actually. Like, it was so cute. It was really cute. Okay. It's it's cuter than you think it would be. Blue apron. <laughs> Can I...
1: Just real quick on the pumpkin tip. Uh, I walked by a uh, big box coffee retailer today. And I noticed... Yes. I noticed... That they are now marketing their pumpkin spiced drink simply by PSL.
0: Did just you just find out about letters. this? I did. You just found out, oh, and yeah, I
1: thought, where have like as a culture that says a lot about us as a culture that like this billion dollar coffee enterprise is like we can speak to people in code now.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I I hate to tell you that's been going on for a while.
1: I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know, Maureen, because
0: I am a coffee snob. I... Listen. Also, I can't imagine that the creator of Punk Planet is like, gotta go to Starbucks.
1: No. I was at a Target. (laughs) The creator of Punk Planet is like, gotta go to Target. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah. I was at a Target, and it was inside, and I was like, I don't understand what... Oh. Anyway, uh, to Karen, yes, pumpkin pie. Because... Otherwise, pumpkin's kind of a garbage flavor.
0: It's not a garbage flavor, Dan. It's mostly garbage. But pumpkin pie is delicious, though. It is. It really is.
1: Sweet potato pie is better, though.
0: It's good, too. Listen, these things don't have to fight. You just get a quarter pie and a, and a quarter of a half a gallon of ice cream, and you sit down and you watch Lauren's walk, Dan. So anyway, um, Rachel says I am having such a hard time thinking about everything past. Now it feels like it'll never end. Help me imagine a future that exists. Oof. Uh Well, it does. That's the thing is that it totally does. Yeah. With every passing week, we 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 do the thing of wait. Was that just a week ago? Was it? Was just? Was it I, feels like five. Th- we're already in the future of this, and I think yeah. we're actually all coping. Surprisingly well. Like I find that I'm starting to feel very, I feel like I'm turning into Furiosa from Mad Max. Like that's how I kind of feel now when I get up in the morning. I was like, yeah. what have you got for me, motherfuckers?
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I'm going mean... to drive to Gastown. Oh, man. I love that movie so much. For me. Like I'm all shivery right now. I really love that movie a lot. Um, this is the thing. So as as I said from earlier in the podcast, like we're dealing with some shit at my house right now. And um, one of the things that has helped actually is to imagine that the future exists, right? And to imagine the future that we want to live in. And like it, it actually has helped me generally because I mean, again, this has been a fucking year. Every single person listening to this right now, congratulations making it this far. Like it's been a fucking year personally, politically, everything. And I have realized like you can be stuck in that and it can feel really difficult, but it's actually really important to imagine who do i want to be in 2 years? who do i want to be in 3 years? what, you know, where where is my life in, you know, 5 years, 10 years from now? and just starting to make little steps toward that. You don't have to leap there right away, but if we stop imagining that a future exists, then then we really are stuck in the present. You know, like little things, big things, all of that. Like you you do have to actually think like I'm. I still want to be a person that that exists and does things. And and who is that person? You know, in all of this time, I think that that's like I feel. V- I have much more clarity about that right now than I than I did two months ago. Even
0: we can also think of as much as we think that this year has damaged us. It feels like that a lot. Like you're just like oof 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 oh. You're rolling down a hill like thunk thunk ah thunk thunk ah. Also. You're getting tough. Like, that's why I'm like I wake up feeling like furiosa sometimes. Like I have big muscles from like lifting weird things. I'm like, oh god, I'm strong now. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, I got new muscles. You got new muscles. You got some new muscles. And some new dance moves. Um so there's a lot this year, uh I, can do to make us stronger and smarter and think our way through these problems better like the fact that we can know okay here's another thing that happened this week the harvey weinstein stuff Jeez. um none of that is new like nope. it seems like oh this is all new none of it's new literally none of it's new it's been going on for years and years and years and years and forever and forever and now like literally every actress in hollywood is like yep it's all terrible and it's not just him it's like it's not everybody but it's a lot of people it's a lot of people and um and it's not just hollywood so it's, it's a you know a lot of people going ah that um that kind of uh sexually abusive culture uh oh it's like how we are not you know we i guess i mean literally like me possibly you like literally us because Both Dan and I are white, and people of color have been like, "None of this is new. None of this is new information." And so, there's certain things maybe we can't, and that's more of I think a global way this time. Turn around from like, there's certain knowledge that's just out, and you there's certain hopefully certain genies that can't go back in the bottle.
1: Yeah, there's something. No, I mean I think that that's. This year has been so hard, but part of what is hard is staring down some fucking demons, you know, that we've politely ignored and by we again I yeah white people and for you know and white men even more you know and and realizing that some of that stuff is you know a pervasive and B never went away and now is really not going away like you know we are shining light into corners that deserve to be shined in um and it and it does help you to visualize. Now, there are paths out of this that we are better. Oh, yeah. You know, and thinking about how to move down those paths and thinking about how to make sure that the things that are awful don't come back and, and the role that you play in that, in that you know, making that happen is is a thing that we can be doing now.
0: Yep. For sure. Um... So hopefully that, that helps. Uh, uh, let me scroll up so I can see your name. Allie! Allie! You say, can you give lighthearted book recs? I am not up for reading anything heavy or murdery in the current real-life hell timeline we live in. Sure. I did that this week. Whenever um, I'm having a particularly shitty time, I indulge my love of the um, the trashy rock biopic Kind of book. Whoa. So, yeah, there's a reason I've read Mary Ann Faithful's book like seven times. So. <laughs> Holy cow. That's a good one. That's a good one. But then I, I this week I indulged in I'm with the band, the memoir of Pamela DeBarn, who yeah. is a, a famous um, and proud groupie um, who was with an amazing band called The Girls Together Outrageously, which is like crazy frank zappa art project um i i wait with bated breath for the stevie nicks book that's coming out this year but um see i like a murder mystery but i like a like golden age murder mystery where everyone's in the house i read a lot of mysteries um
1: i have a i have an issue with my eye that makes it very hard for me to read long form things now um because I can't read for a sustained period of time but I actually just uh
0: Have you I tried ju- Twitter?
1: I did. Well, it's part of why I'm good at Twitter, I think. Mm. Um but uh I actually just reread a book that I have reread a few different times called Carter Beats the Devil.
0: Have you ever Oh ah, read- yeah.
1: Yeah. I enjoy that book a lot. Uh, I think mostly because I really am sort of fascinated with the age of vaudeville and uh, fancy magicians from the late 1800s, and that uh, is all about that. Um, it was pretty great, but I guess it's also kind of murdery. It's not super there's murdery a, though. It's a there's little some murdery. fun
0: murdery ones. It's there's yeah. some fun murdery ones. Ah, oh, there's a good one. Um, I always do some P.G. Wodehouse. That's always a good. Uh, one for me. Um, You know, I know of a funny book. It's uh, called the... I have to think what the title is then, The Absolute True Fucking Adventure of Mayor... What is it called? Uh, what's the actual Maureen, title? Maureen,
1: you've already Come plugged on, my book the... some time ago.
0: Come on, just but what's the title? It's the absolute... Uh, the Fucking
1: the... Epic Twitter Quest of Mayor Emanuel. A
0: fucking... The Fucking ep- Epic Twitter Quest of Mayor Emanuel. I was confusing it with a book called um the absolutely true diary of a part-time indie so i was kind of putting all these titles together in my head with like yet another book so um that is a very funny book Uh, you're nice that is a fun read um you could read about science and stuff um uh, my other half oscar has been very excited about some gravitational wave stuff this week or something um (laughs) he's like that's how we got gold and i'm like that's great and so, he, he literally, the other night, I was trying to sleep. He's like, there's something really exciting happening. I was like, what? He's like, well, tomorrow, there's going to be an announcement. And, it, and then he just started. It was like, and then I heard this. <laughs> it was <laughs> the parents <laughs> in a Charlie <laughs> Brown cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> he loves reading. Like, he is, um, he is a scientist. I mean, he is a... He went to school for science or he went to school for math, actually, but he um, he does like physics and science for a living. And his number one fun time read is like he just reads all current discoveries in space and physics, um, which is pretty. Imagine if we spent all of our time like. Learning about like space down
1: instead of this Space is pretty awesome.
0: Space is awesome. I would never go there. But um, people are like, don't you want to go? Um, I never understand people who say they want to go to space.
1: Oh, man. That's, I'd go. Oh, terrible.
0: Oh, Dan, no way. No, sir.
1: No. Uh,
0: really? It's the same impulse. Oh, God, no. But,
1: like, you can do flips and stuff.
0: Mm, I can do flips now, Dan, but and I don't want to. you just keep flipping. I don't want to. I'd barf. I mean, it's- But your you barf just go would up, float. You go up, you barf, you come down. If you're lucky, that's the best case scenario. I'm sure it's great and all, but I don't want to go. I mean, also, Oscar turned to me and he was like, you know, if you were a scientist, you would definitely have gotten sucked into a vortex by now. And I was like, (laughs) he's right. (laughs) To which point I was like, well, how long is science school? Because that sounds awesome. So, and Mayor Emanuel ends with a vortex. Read it. It's funny. It's true. It's true. I wrote a funny book once.
1: You've written a lot of very good books.
0: I wrote a funny book once though. So that's the thing. You know, there's lots of funny books. I think that's some solid recommendations. And maybe, you know, maybe we'll get like a thread going of funny book recommendations because there you there's go. always Oh, you know what the blog is. She should also be reading the bloggers, her books, um, including the re- most recent one, Furiously Happy, in which she uh she kind of talks about the fact that she has mental illness and she is like, I am furiously like going to lead a happy life. And so, there's so many funny books, Dan. Funny books. Um. Uh, now, here's a givey. I'll be asked which pie is the best pie. I'm not, I don't think we should do this because that's just going to get you going down kind of pie wormhole. It's easy.
1: Banana cream. Next.
0: No, it's not, Dan, because it's not. It is. That's not it banana really? cream
1: pie is the best pie. Actually, technically, Seriously? black bottom banana cream pie is the best pie.
0: Hmm, this surprises me.
1: Nope, nope. That is the only correct answer to that question.
0: I don't like. I mean, I still eat it, but it has that kind of sweet tanginess. Like, mm. yeah. I think that's yeah. I think no. that's weird when they no. get kind of sweet tangy when no. they
1: That's just a no? personal failing of yours. Is it? Yeah, definitely. What,
0: what about like a chocolate cream pie? That's good.
1: Also delicious. And that's why the yeah. black bottom banana cream is the best because it is a chocolate cream pie on the bottom with a banana cream pie on top. Oh, it's good. Oh, it is the best I mean, pie.
0: I'm going to defer. I'll do salads. You do pies. I mean, yes. I'll just defer to you.
1: I mean, I could certainly get into a lot of nuance, right? Like, there are all sorts of different types of pie. We're talking fruit pie. We're talking cream pie. We're, you know, but all right. Best. this fruit is pie. not the pie cast.
0: Best fruit pie?
1: Strawberry rhubarb. Really? Yes.
0: What about peach? Second. Hmm.
1: Strawberry rhubarb, best cream easily. Pie. Best cream pie. B- black bottom banana. Not,
0: n- not banana cream. Coconut cream. Hmm. Interesting. Best. What are the other types besides fruit and cream? There's another. Uh,
1: there's like candy pie. Like I kind of like they're variations of a cream pie, but like you know, like a Snickers pie or a peanut butter pie or something like that. Like I kind of think of those as like a sort of a more candy-based pie. Uh, of which peanut butter pie, uh, best definitely. Uh, what other what other kind of pies are there? There are some others. Really. Yeah, there's the weird ones like chess pies and stuff like that that aren't really oh, yeah, cream pies, pies and they aren't really fruit pies. They're like, a, you know, sort of a mix. You know, there's there's like that whole like that. genre I like of pie. Yeah. I do like a chess pie. I like a chess pie a lot. I just really like pie, Maureen. What I about really lemon meringue like pie? Lemon meringue is very good. Key lime better?
0: Oh, key lime is. Yeah. I'm probably gonna have to go with key lime.
1: Key lime is a fantastic pie. Key lime is a so solid, you, fantastic, wonderful pie.
0: So you're down if I'm if I take that as my. Yeah, you
1: can have it. I'm good with it. What
0: about like a, what about a grasshopper pie? Remind me what the grasshopper pie is again? Mint, mint. Like yeah, mint. No, yeah no, I'm like not going a, down with. I'm, I'm, I'm not down I'm, with mint. Uh, I love all mint desserts with a fiery, burning passion mm. of a thousand suns. Mm. Mm. Saying that's it's like how mint chocolate chip ice cream is the best ice cream. Mm, no, and I think I just said chocolate because that I've I don't know how I just officially became a New Yorker after so long here, but it's mint chocolate. <laughs> was, I don't think I You talking.
1: really laid right into that chocolate.
0: I don't know what happened. I just kind of just it just blossomed, and that's why when you get the says who coping box, you'll get a banana cream pie, you'll get uh, ice cream that you can slice it i mean what if we you have sent
1: me pie in the mail before maureen and it is a mm-hmm. glorious wonderful thing when that has arrived i have also had a listener send me pie in the mail and that was also a glorious thing
0: Wait, who s- someone sent you pie in the mail
1: yeah yeah uh right after if you remember back before the election we did a uh, little meditation episode where i talked about pies a lot and uh a uh, listener in Milwaukee actually sent me two pies from my very favorite pie place in all of America.
0: Holy shit.
1: Honey Pie in Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, they make an amazing black bottom banana cream pie, I tell you that much.
0: How did they find you?
1: Uh, they knew, they, 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 the like friend of a friend. Oh, Dro- okay. Dropped a note and asked for my address.
0: Well, just in case you wanna know, Dan's address
1: is <laughs>
0: <yes>. <laughs> And sitcom. Uh so I think that uh oh boy, someone Hallie asks, have you ever tried NaNoWriMo? I am uh, I'm on the nano what am I on? The advisory board? I have to remember what my title is. I think I'm on the advisory board. So I always support nanorimo stuff, stuffs stuffs. I always support NaNoWriMo stuffs. Maybe we Na- should explain
1: Na- what, NaNo-WriMo what NaNoWriMo is Raimo for is. folks yes. listening that don't know.
0: NaNoWriMo is chocolate. No, it's <laughs> National Novel Writing Month. And I explain every year that I don't do National NaNoWriMo Month because I live national, I am writing all the time, year living life. I
1: did. Do you remember a few episodes ago where I said I found a novel that I wrote that I had completely oh, forgotten that's about? Right.
0: So that we're uh, gonna get to read.
1: That was actually a a, a thing that I wrote for NanoRimo. Uh I believe uh maybe the year before the Mayor Emanuel stuff happened. Um And uh it was Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty nutty. Like it it is that is an intense month of writing, but um I remember feeling really, um, really good that I did it, and then I forgot all about it. And I found it three weeks ago, and read it, and was like, "Whoa, oh, huh, I wrote a thing." I didn't. Rem- it took a while to remember that that was the context with which I wrote it. First, I thought Listen, i had written it waiting. in a series of fugue states or something.
0: It's not. It's not. Well, look. Whenever you're ready, we're here. It's up to you, Dan. It's up to you, but. Mayor Emanuel, that's a great, everybody should be reading it.
1: I actually, I think, I, I think that I did, uh, I, I started Nano, is it Remo or Rimo? I've always said Rimo. Rimo. Yeah. Uh, I started it the year that I started the Mayor Manual thing, and then I had to stop because I was too busy writing the Mayor Emanuel thing instead. Oh, but, um, well,
0: I'm, I have to say that I'm glad you made that choice.
1: I am too. I too, but I I it's it's interesting because like I am not a professional writer. Um and the discipline of being a professional writer is pretty amazing because it really is just like fucking writing all the time. And it is a um it is an insight into that world of which I have many friends that are professional writers, and it's like, Whew, man, y'all do it. Y'all do the work.
0: Hmm. Well I mean if you sort of saw my day to day life, Dan, you'd be like, "Now oh, that's a real dummy."
1: <laughs> uh, I don't think I would. Well, I would say that's someone who's got it figured po- out.
0: You're, you're too polite for that, but you'd be thinking it. I will say that I am very happy. We you've just written something for me, and not well, I mean not so the "How I Resist" collection that we are editing. Um, is almost together and we we've seen a mock-up of the cover. It is extremely beautiful. Um, so our ACLU project is almost born. I don't I feel like this book happened.
1: When is that book um, coming out? May May. <laughs> see, there's a future right there.
0: Two books coming out next year.
1: That is awesome. That is yeah. exciting, Maureen. Oh, I'm boy. excited for you.
0: Oh boy. No thanks gonna be good uh well dan so yeah there is a future the future is now you're stronger than you think eat some pie maybe you need a coping box blue apron let's do this we're all in it together we are yeah that was a good like i feel like i just i wrapped up a bunch of stuff like you all did in
1: a, you tied cool that boy. shit up in a bow did i in I put bow. it in a box. You put it in a box. You put it in a put number in a 14. Oh, boy. Put it in a number 14. Used a number 14 tape across it. Oh, boy. God, I love boxes. No. I really legitimately love boxes, Maureen. I love them. I love them. Mailing tubes, boxes.
0: What do you feel when you see a box big enough that you can get in?
1: We have one right now in our living room. Did you get in it? Uh, I have crawled in it uh, we we actually got a mattress in a box Maureen when uh, we realized that uh, my wife was going to be spending some time in bed we realized that our bed was not up to the task uh, and so we ordered a mattress in a box from uh, not a company that sponsors us and um, and the best part about it is that now uh, my two-year-old calls that box home and basically lives inside that box now. <laughs>
0: Is the mattress good?
1: The mattress is great. Uh, the ma- It is fantastic. It was a great purchase, all of that stuff. Um, but the best part is that uh, a couple days ago, my wife and I were uh, the only two home other than the two-year-old, and we both discovered that neither one of us knew where he was, and we had a moment of pure, unadulterated parental panic, and then we heard him inside the box playing on an iPad. <laughs> Which he had gotten himself and then crawled into the iPad, into the thing, uh, and was in in his home playing the iPad, which he actually calls ice cream, which is adorable.
0: What is amazing, Dan, is that your two year old's day sounds surprisingly like mine.
1: (laughs) Uh, But it's a big box. That's a big box. I was excited to open that thing.
0: I love a box. I get in a box. Also, I have a hammock chair now, so I just spin. I spin ninety percent. Ninety percent of my coping now is that chair. Diane. Was the ha- are you able to claim the hammock chair and your as a tax write off? Probably because it's like if part of your it. process. Yeah. It's part if it's like it, it's in my office. I mean, yeah, I mean office furniture. If I use it's my reading chair, so I guess yeah, I could. Yeah. So suck it other jobs. Boom. Yeah.
1: Boom. Hey, Boom. Maureen, our theme music
0: is performed by Ted Leo. He's not in a box.
1: He's not in a box. He's out on the road at tedleo.com/tour.
0: He's we love bringing Ted Leo. joy to
1: people on a nightly basis by performing music that people love.
0: Ted Leo is the fucking greatest.
1: He is truly a wonderful human being. Like just, I have known Ted Leo for many years and that dude only gets better.
0: You know, I was going through the uh, table of contents of another book that you edited. Um, Another title I've got wrong, but- We owe you nothing,
1: Punk Planet The Collected Interviews.
0: And I was like, these are some amazing interviews.
1: They are. Ted Leo's one of them, I believe, in the expanded edition of that book. He
0: is. God damn it. You know some fancy folk.
1: I, I only know Ted Leo. And you. That's it. I only know two people.
0: Well, that's all you really need. It's true. Blue Apron. You don't need to know anyone else. Our top of the show organ music was contributed by our good friend and resident
1: organist, Josh Cantor, who you can normally catch... Playing Oregon for the Boston Red Sox, though, maybe baseball is over? I don't know, because I don't know about sports.
0: Me either. Our logo is by Darth, and Darth is a red panda.
1: Darth, you are the greatest. You truly are. And you know who else is the greatest, Maureen? All the people listening to Says Who Podcast and uh, the folks that sent us in questions, uh, but also the folks that just write to say, hey, you know what? I liked what you heard or, you know, things are awesome and you are great and all of that stuff. Like, it's fantastic. And you, too, can be one of those people. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. Slash Says Who Podcast on Pinterest and Facebook. And you can also email us at hey, that is H-E-Y, at podcast.com.
0: And a great thing you can do is if you've got a Trump supporter or something in your life is get their phone and subscribe to Says Who on their podcast app.
1: Yeah, they'll love it.
0: Yeah, just, well, they don't need to know, Dan. They may not, I don't think they're listening to podcasts. They're not. I think they're just listening to, like, Ted Nugent and the sound of rocks being struck together. Now, I don't want to malign all Trump voters. But... Eh,
1: why not? Fuck them.
0: Yeah, fuck them. Um,
1: but you, listen. you listeners, should subscribe to Says Who Podcast. Uh, and you should re- write a review or give it some stars on whatever method you like to get podcasts, of which most of you, it's iTunes.
0: I'm completely serious about it. you should take their phones and subscribe. Like, just fucking do. It. Dan won't tell you this, but I will. Get take some their chocolate. Take phones and
1: chuck them into the lake.
0: That's an even better idea. Just fucking take their phone and steal it and just steal their property, steal their car.
1: There you go. What could go wrong?
0: Okay, just, just back up. Back up. See, now my idea doesn't seem so crazy, does it? Now I don't seem crazy at all. Now I seem practical and everyone's coming around in my way thinking, Blue Apron, take their fucking phones to subscribe don't take their phones but you can just like borrow their phones and subscribe look i don't want to tell you what to do you should follow your own conscience but you know it's not like it's costing them anything you should
1: you you and your relatives whose phone you stole should join us on november 1st for our next episode day after halloween
0: it's
1: gonna be spooky spooky, be a spooky episode spookisode sure well the says who's spookisode coming up November first.
0: Yep. So it's all pumpkin spice nut sacks until then. Yeah. I, I don't know what that means. I bet, I bet Trump has a real pumpkin PSN. spice colored. He just has call like those
1: a, the PSN.
0: He has a pumpkin spice colored nut sack. You know what oh I mean? God. That kind oh, of orangey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like orangey brown. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Oh. And artificial and kind of weird and oh, God. overpriced. Oh, and make it
1: stop. I'm make it stop.
0: That. I'm just saying, Dan, when you think about pumpkin spikes, think about uh, teeny tiny bones.
1: uh, you have made my case that pumpkin is a garbage flavor.
0: I'm just saying.
1: <laughs>
0: they're not pumpkin sized. They're not pumpkin sized. They're like candy corn sized. They're like little candy corns. I don't. Why am I, I still talking about this? Be,
1: am I, I don't want to be thinking about this.
0: I am still talking, and now it's in my head. It's two like little oh, bangs, God. like little candy corn oh, fangs hanging shit. down, like, oh, just together. Uh, like, mm hmm. It's a good season. Everyone loves the fall.
1: <sighs> From my basement in Chicago, I'm going to go vomit.
0: And I am in a weird heads I mean, I'm Maureen Johnson, I think. Look. I just take their phones.
1: This has been Says Who. I feel legitimately gross now. I feel you.